Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bebert Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. It's the Matt Mosley Show. And, uh, oh, we got some fun station announcements brewing. You never know. You never know what's going to happen with ESPN Central Texas. You really don't. And uh, it's it's exciting. And Aaron Sexton along for the ride as we come right at you on Tuesday. And had a fun day yesterday in a lot of areas. Spent some time with Dave Aranda. You heard our exclusive visit with Dave Aranda. And that took place yesterday. And then in the afternoon, I stopped by to say hi to Scott Drew. And uh, Everyday John and LJ Cryer stopped by and got to see some of the Bears. And uh, just a uh, really fun opportunity. God, it sounded like something Morris would say. So every once in a while, I can get Morris in my head. Just a really fun opportunity. I don't know. There's something about the way I said that that made me think of John. But, um, that was good. That was good to see the basketball, to see the team together, and to hear some of that. Um, and, and we'll have, we uh, between Jerry Hill and I and Werner, we've all been talking today. We were recording it and uh, in my typical way. I didn't quite get my recorder up there. Um, we sometimes, <laughs> uh, Aaron, get a little dependent on Baylor being so great at having all their camera work and they put that stuff to YouTube and it's really easy to use. Well, yesterday they had so much going on that they they didn't have access to their film people to get that all uploaded to YouTube. So Aaron, for once, I needed to have my recorder, my phone, up on Scott's desk. So anyway, I'll take the blame. I'll take all the heat for this one. But, uh, Aaron, I did, uh, Jerry, as he always is, Jerry jumped in and said, hey, Mosley, you can have my audio. So, uh, Jerry's the greatest, and Werner's the same way. We all pull it on the same rope, and we always help each other. The Waco Trib, uh, we love the guys over at Waco Trib. Saw Bryce yesterday, and uh, Bryce may have had long pants on. You don't normally catch Bryce in long pants, but maybe when the fall, when the weather starts to break, perhaps Bryce will go ahead and, and uh, put on a pair of pants. And I think for all of us, we're, we're appreciative of that. Uh, I also heard from uh, former uh, editor, sports editor at the uh, Waco Trib, Kim Gorham, the other day. And Kim's been a longtime friend, have always liked Kim. He's a guy knows a little bit of everything. He's great uh, tennis. Uh, he's a great writer, does a lot of good things. Always love hearing from Kim. And Kim was a part of the uh, Waco Trib for a long time, going back to when I was – uh, a Baylor student, so fun to uh, fun to hear from him. We got a lot going on today, and uh, at three forty for you Baylor folks who love hearing from the legends. I love catching up with some of our uh, legends, especially when they're guys that have uh, become good friends of mine over the years. And one of my classmates, one of my former classmates, although we barely. He's a little bit older, as I like to point out to him. Uh, Robin Big Cat Jones. Man, now that was that was a team right there. My freshman year, 
that would have been either his junior or senior year. Maybe maybe he Rob Big Cat's junior year was that 91 team at Baylor. And the Big Cat will be on with us. And he and Santana are always thought of together because they were great pass rushers, great players, and great friends. And they were roommates in college. They remain great friends. And that's why Santana, when Big Cat went into the uh, – the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame, Santana was one of the happiest guys around. So I like talking to Robin. Uh, we, we know him as Big Cat, and uh, we'll do that at, uh, at uh, well, probably 340 is when we're planning to do that. And then at 320 today, I, I'm just going to sound off a little bit on uh, some Baylor basketball, some college basketball, and then maybe a little bit of NFL. Now, the story that is rocking the NFL this weekend, and it was happening all day yesterday, be careful out there, coaches. Be careful. I mean, you got to be smarter, especially if you're someone that uh, is in the public eye. You're a uh, public figure. You probably can't show up, even though you he owns the bar, you can't show up at a bar and and then have a young lady do a little dance in front of you. Now, this was not a uh, topless-type place. It almost sounds like it when I explained it like that, but it was just a, a bar restaurant owned by Urban Meyer. Urban was sitting at the corner of this bar having a drink. He's having a tough time because on Thursday, they uh, the, uh, the Jags got beat. Jags, Jags lost a ball game, and so he was uh, he was kind of poor, you know, drinking his uh, sorrows. Now, part of the issue here was he didn't even go, fly back to Jacksonville with the team. In fact, he he didn't he, so he didn't get on the charter. He went straight to Columbus, Ohio, where of course he has still has a place. He was the great coach there at Ohio State, and he has a bar. And so he decided, I believe this was on a Friday night, to go hang out in the bar. Now, this is not, you know, it would be one thing if it was old school, like there used to be a coach that liked to party from uh, Iowa State basketball coach. I think his name was Larry Eustace. This is one of the top five to ten college football coaches of all time. No matter if you love him, hate him, whatever. I mean, there's Saban. I'm talking about of the modern coaches, you've got Saban. You got Dabo, and you got Urban. I mean, who else you want to throw in there? I'm not ready to do Lincoln yet. I mean, win, win one of those things, Lincoln. Win one of those national titles, and then we'll talk about it. We'll put you in there. Stoops won one, but this is one of the great coaches of our era, of our time, and, and, and really one of the top coaches of all time, Urban Meyer. And he goes out at his own bar, and, and he sits there while a young lady gallivants around, very attractive young woman, and um, in front of him and does what you would call Aaron twerking. Is that, I mean, I don't, people be like, Mosley, what are you talking about? I think that's what she was up to. I mean, it didn't look good at all, um, but, but that's what happened. She was doing a little dance in front of him. But you're the you're the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You own your own bar. You could have a private back room if you want to do that kind of nonsense. First of all, he's married, he's got kids. Maybe maybe try to stay away from that nonsense if possible. But you know, if you're going to do that, 
you might want to, you know, be in the back room of your restaurant that you own there in Columbus. And um, and he wasn't. He's just kind of sitting out there, and he's tried to explain. Aaron, have you heard this explanation? It, it's like, well, they were wanting me to dance. They were next to us. My family was out eating. They were having a party, and they were trying to drag me out there to dance. He, he's trying to go that route. Now, Aaron, you sent me something that Michael Silver, longtime uh, SI guy, I've known Michael forever, and uh, has been with the NFL Network. He has kind of a series of tweets where he's saying that after Urban went and, and, and visited with all the different position groups that they all busted out laughing and that the team is absolutely laughing at him. And then also that they had a team meeting scheduled and he blew it off. He, he, uh, he, he went ahead and canceled that team meeting and chose to go to each position group and have a visit. Urban, what are you doing? This has now lent, lent itself to uh, some great memes, some great uh, gifs. Aaron, do you like to say gifs or gifs? Gifs. You say gifs? Yeah. Some people go with gifs. I'm going to go with gifs, if that's what you like. But uh, memes, we both – my favorite was uh, that time Nance during an NFL game or basketball game or something said <laughs> memes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. One of the great moments in broadcasting. And, uh, and, and Nance, who, uh, if, uh, who once called me out on national TV, it, but, but by doing it he said, Aaron, I don't remember the name of the writer. <laughs> What's it? And I, I have an honest question. What was your reaction to being chastised by Jim Nance? I would, I would probably laugh it off, but I don't know. I know. I think some people may take it, may have taken it, would have taken it personally. Oh, it was, it was one of those deals where at the morning news, I was in charge of going out to like the Byron Nelson. He was calling the Byron Nelson, and I was doing the whole humor bit, and I was doing a humor column. And so I must have made fun of him always kissing up to Bill Parcells. And it probably wasn't even I, – I kind of have grown to like Nance a lot more than I used to. So it, it, whatever, I was probably in the wrong. It was just a little joke, though. And, and But he came on the broadcast and he said, don't even remember the name of the writer, but they tried to suggest that I was on. And, uh, and, and, and so I just got a major kick out of it. And then I think he might have said he went a little further and might have even said my name on a local talk show on the station that I came on, 103.3 ESPN. And it was before I had a daily show on there. And so years later, um, Cal Tim Callishaw and a, and a young guy at our station named Craig Hoffman, he was calling the Final Four in Arlington at AT&T Stadium. And they went up to him and they said, hey, we've kind of had this funny back and forth that you and Matt, our, our, our guy Matt Mosley have like a, a beef with each other. And so Jim recorded something saying, my mortal enemy Matt Mosley, it was really good. And he had great, you know, spirit about it. And uh, I wish I had it, you know. Unfortunately, they've sold our station to a religious broadcaster. <laughs> Someday I'll tell the whole story. That station that I was on years ago, 103.3 for 10 years I was on that station with a famous guy named Randy Galloway and then Cal Shaw joined me 
uh, for about three years of it. So for a decade, I did Dallas Drive Time Radio every day in, in the afternoons. Well, Aaron, guess where that station came from? The the 103.3 uh, call letters or whatever, the station, guess who owned that back in the day, Aaron? Who? N- none other than the guy who owns our radio station, Eminem Broadcasting, Gary Moss. Wow. And ESPN showed up many years ago and said, we want that frequency. And, and at some point, Gary negotiated back and forth and sold him that frequency, and he took it from Central Texas to Dallas. And that's how it became 103.3, and that became my home for 10 years of uh, radio. And that, as they used to say, is the rest of the story. Aaron, you like that? You like those kind of good radio insider stories? I do. I do. And I like the Nance story because when you first started telling it, I was like, Man, that guy takes himself way too seriously. And then, no. and then at the end, when he did that, you know, yeah. did that my more litany thing, you're like, okay, he get he gets it. No, he's kind of funny. He Nance is great. I used to I used to kind of get on him about some of his like canned stuff, you know, after the NC after a Final Four or whatever, and he'll have that thing that kind of seems rehearsed. He'll always have the perfect comment, and I used to kind of make fun of him for that, but I kind of like him now. He has now lived for the last 10 years at Pebble Beach on 17-mile drive. And, Aaron, I know you've, you've traveled around the country more than Simcox. I used to have to really encourage Simcox to go on some trips. And he finally went to Alaska. He and Kristen went to Alaska, and I was real excited about that. His parents fly all over the place. But uh, they are now he's getting to go to Disney World soon for the first time ever. And I've always given him a hard time about that. It, his parents, I think they feel bad about it. <laughs> they never took him to Disney World. <laughs> oh man! Uh, but he's Wait. taking a tot. He's taking a baby, an infant, to Disney World. Now, I don't think that's a great move. But uh, Stephen does not always clear everything with me, even though he's kind of like a. I don't know. I wouldn't say son. Probably kid brother. Son makes me sound really old. <laughs> although I probably could have had him at my age. Yeah, he's about 28. Yeah, I would have had to have him when I was really young. But uh, but anyway, he's like a kid brother to me. Um, but anyway, uh, lots to get to today. And Aaron, you love it when we get these. Uh, dang it. And I have Aaron, as always, I've forgotten to get our beautiful graphic. I'll, I'll reach out to Brian Fonville now. He's probably listening. <laughs> Brian, Central National Bank, the executive vice president, we need a picture of Robin Big Cat Jones. Big Cat is two words. And just put it, put that in like um, uh, quotes. Robin Big Cat Jones. All right, uh, Aaron, we've got a lot to go get to. Uh, had some Urban there, some Urban Meyer. Let's all let's touch on some of the NFL weekend. though. you and I've both watched a lot of NFL. Yesterday we didn't have time to get to it, and I got some exciting news by the way about next Monday. Aaron just uh, finished booking right uh, right as I was racing to the uh, studio. Um, we're going to have the famous Drayton McLean. Drayton McLean, the former owner of the Astros and the namesake of uh, Baylor's football stadium. Drayton McLean Jr. will join us, Aaron, on Monday at 420. That has become official, all right? That's, that's, a, that's a good get. 
as they say. I hate to <laughs> I hate to put it out, Aaron, because uh, uh, I don't want to I don't want to say anything too specific. But there are people who listen to us and then go try to book people we book. <laughs> but that's okay. I've just gotten to where that I just don't let that bother me, you know, because. I, there's somebody in that's in the market that's very very competitive with me, and and but but I've just gotten past it. It's just totally fine. If they want to try to book him, have at it. All right, it's Mosley. It is, and the guy used to be a great friend of mine, by the way. I still like him, even if he doesn't like me. Uh, it's Mosley, and it is Aaron Sexton, and we are rolling through a Tuesday. Our NFL recap is next, followed by a Baylor legend, one of my favorite pass rushers in the history of Baylor football. All of it's coming up next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Get ready for another very comfortable night here in Central Texas. We'll see mostly clear skies and very quiet conditions. Low temperatures fall to 56 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow with a high of 89 and mostly sunny on Thursday, just a little bit hotter with a high of 92. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. The Baylor Bears return to McLean Stadium this Saturday as they host the West Virginia Mountaineers. Our coverage of Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas begins with Game Day Live from Touchdown Alley Saturday morning at 7 a.m. and it's presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. We'll have a preview of the Bears and the Mountaineers plus a look around the Big 12 and a whole lot more. Don't miss Baylor Game Day Live presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni Saturday morning at 7 from Touchdown Alley on ESPN Central Texas. You trained for this all year. Endless hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance, all without spilling a drop of your ice cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Beebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler, Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family owned since 1962, Beebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. Don't mind me, just sneaking out to go to Kohl's. The home deals right now, they're too good to pass up. Like up to 40% off Cuddle Dead's bedding, up to 50% off the cutest fall decor, and up to 25% off Ninja Kitchen appliances. How can I resist? You can even get 15% off or 15, 20, or 30% off with a Kohl's card. So yeah, I'm going all in for fall, and I can't even wait. 
Select styles. Offers end October 17th. Some exclusions apply. See store or for details. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Justin Herbert threw three touchdown passes in the first half, and the LA Chargers beat the Las Vegas Raiders last night, 28 to 14, on Monday Night Football. Bubba Wallace won the delayed and shortened Talladega race yesterday after it was postponed due to weather on Sunday. Red River rivalry is here, and Texas and OU get ready to square off at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas at 11 a.m. on Saturday. And the Bears wanting to bounce back host West Virginia at McLean Stadium, also with 11 a.m. kickoff on Saturday. American League wildcard game tonight. New York at Boston. First pitch at 7 o'clock on ESPN. And the National League wildcard game tomorrow night with St. Louis at L.A. to face the Dodgers. UMHB is number two in the nation this week in both the D3 and the coaches poll. Pete Fredenberg show tonight starting at 6 o'clock on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Throwing it back today. Big Cat would like that. Oh, we got uh, Big Cat coming up. Uh, that's Robin Jones, one of the uh, one of my favorite all-time Bears, and a guy that uh, has really become a good friend over the years. And and he'll be part of our "Where Are They Now?" segment. Thank you, Bebrick, and uh, boy, thank you, Myat Fuels, for being such a big part of of uh, that whole scene with uh, our throwbacks. Now. Uh, because Aaron is faster than I even realized, we do have the uh, the audio. And I want to thank uh, Jerry Hill for helping us out with this because my audio situation, I just kind of had it back there by me yesterday, and I don't think that would yield the greatest, the greatest audio. But Jerry was up there on the front row, as always, and he did a nice job grabbing us some of this. So we appreciate it. Jerry, who is uh, with Baylor University and teaches and writes and does all all the really good things for the Bears. Okay, uh, this is an opportunity to hear uh, Scott Drew talking about what it's like to be back together, the national title team, yesterday on the first day of practice. We're going to let you listen in on some of this news conference. Well, it was good to uh, have a, a first day of practice. Um, it's always different now with the, the eight hours you get, though, leading up to this because you feel like you've been practicing all summer and uh, all fall. Uh, but what's great about when you go to the 20 hours is you actually now have time to slow down and teach. 
So uh, uh, I'm, I'm sure the guys enjoy uh, three and four hour practices a lot more. Scott, is this a lot different with all the new faces and with some of the guys gone? Yeah, de definitely uh, uh, exciting for our coaching staff because this summer we found out uh, uh, just how uh, uh, lucky we had it with uh, so many veterans uh, uh, the last year, especially with uh, the, the COVID protocols and the pauses and interruptions uh, where you have uh, as many new guys as we have. Uh, it just takes more time for teaching, so more drill work is required, and that's why it, it was great to have the summer and the fall leading up to this. Scott, I guess, who's going to take on some of those roles that, you know, I mean, like you said, like John said, you lost a lot of guys, a lot of key guys. Well, the, the really uh, good thing about uh, uh, this team is there's enough returning players that you have uh, an identity and a culture, and they know how and what it takes to be successful. Yeah. At the same time, you have enough new players uh, that are, there's a lot of excitement and energy because anytime something's new, uh, normally uh, that excites everybody. So, uh, and, and, and it's new roles for the returning players from uh, them being more uh, uh, with the leadership we had with Maceo and Jared and Davion and uh, Mark, now it's a chance for these guys all to step up and become leaders and big brothers and to help out the young guys. So uh, they're excited about those roles as well. Uh, from a coaching standpoint, we're really excited because uh, normally when you win a championship uh, and you have a lot of people go pro and uh, leave, sometimes it's truly rebuilding years where you know you don't have a chance to uh, compete for uh, a league title or a final four and there's no guarantee you ever can achieve that um, but at the same time we have enough talent and enough experience where we got a chance and that's that's exciting as a coaching staff. What do you expect from LJ this season? Well, LJ's uh, uh, been limited because of uh, uh, his injury, and uh, he was really good this summer before uh, the injury. And uh, I know uh, our coaching staff was really pleased with just the progression uh, on and off the court. Um, he really uh, uh, has become a more vocal leader, uh, really done a great job in setting the example off the court. But then on the court, uh, his game's taken a jump, a lot more confident. And uh, I guess it helps when you don't have Davey on guard every day, too. So, um, but uh, uh, really excited to get him back where he can be in practice and, and no restrictions. Are you a man-to-man -man coach now? <laughs> we're, we're whatever whatever uh, helps our, our program win. And obviously, uh, the last couple of years, we've had a lot of success in man. And, uh, uh, defensively, uh, we have we have some guys that really can get after it again this year. So excited about that um, from the standpoint that uh, that you have some you have some athletic wings that have some great length, uh, which could allow you to do some other things. But uh, uh, definitely in the half court man, uh, uh, a lot more uh, contesting shots and passes, uh, just with the six, seven, six, eight, six, nine uh, guys that we have. Who's the most like Davion? I mean, I know there's only one Davion, yeah. but who who has a chance to be that kind of lockdown type guy for well, you? I think I think I think uh, uh, first and foremost, uh, uh, Adam Flagler going against those guys the last couple of years uh, uh, really has, has improved and, and learned a lot. And, uh, he's someone that's in his fourth year of college. James uh, Ken Joe is someone that's really had a lot of experience from Big East freshman of the year to all Pac-12, and he's someone that uh, uh, can get after it as well. And 
Uh, so in, in the backcourt, you have a couple guys that can guard, but uh, really the uh, Kendall and, and Jeremy and Matt, um, those are some six, seven, six, eight guys that give you some length and athleticism, uh, along with, uh, I mean, Flo and John, as good as they were last year, have obviously uh, gotten better as well. So uh, just to think the physicality, and that, that's probably what you look at the Big 12 as a whole this year. Um, why you have so many teams highly ranked is you have a lot of returning players, a lot of a lot of uh, guys that uh, not only have experience but the physicality. I mean, I think Kansas has five super seniors and two seniors. I mean, that's older G League teams. Um, Oklahoma State, I don't think they have a freshman on the roster. So uh, you have a lot of older guys, and that usually is, is more physical defenders. What's that like coming back as the national champs? I mean, obviously, you know, your uh, target's on your back. I mean, you know, so what's that like comparing maybe to last year? Well, I think it'll become real when we start playing games and you just see how excited everyone is to play against you. Um, I know being ranked number one three out of the last five years, when you're ranked number one, you go into a venue and all of a sudden it's their biggest crowd, their loudest crowd, their most intense crowd, and you know uh, their guys are uh, competing in a, at, a, at a level that's at their, their A game. Um, and then you just know what you have to bring each and every night to give yourselves a chance to be successful. So uh, I think with us, uh, I mean, once we go to uh, uh, play our first couple games, we'll, we'll get a much better sense of just how uh, all year long you're the defending national champs. And uh, as, as, as we've talked with our team, we have something, uh, uh, a unique opportunity. So, so few schools have been able to go back to back and to have an opportunity to do something that uh, uh, only Ford and Duke have done since uh, the John Wooden days, um, that's, that's, a, that's a great opportunity we have this year. Scott, obviously uh, Meyer and Flag work at score. Um, who, who are some other guys who might step in? Well, I mean, James is a scorer. Um, he's, he's a proven scorer. Uh, you, you look at uh, um, John and Flo, I think, have continued to, to get better. Um, but you also look at uh, LJ, uh, set all kinds of high school records, and, and he's somebody that this year you, you hope takes a step forward along with, uh, you look at the freshmen, I mean, the national championship game was Langston uh, uh, and Mount Verde versus uh, Kendall at Sunrise. So, I mean, those guys have played the best competition high school basketball's uh, offered and been uh, at the most uh, elite coaching you could find at that level and they've had success and then Jeremy same thing you played at La Lamere and then overseas so those, those three guys have played a, a very good competition with excellent coaching. Last year it felt like y'all really built a reputation around defense around hustle is that still going to be the side of the ball that you feel like y'all kind of lean to in, in a tough situation? Well, I think that's where experience is so so valuable because uh, uh, the upperclassmen that have been around know the importance of each and every possession and know defensively just how important uh, it is. And, and the good thing is that's part of a winning DNA and a winning culture. So hopefully that's something that gets instilled with all our guys. And obviously anytime you, you learn a new defensive scheme, it takes a little time. Uh, the good thing is uh, with the guys that we have, um, because of the competition they faced and because of the coaching they've had, uh, hopefully uh, um, uh, they'll be able to adapt quick. Uh, it, overall, as a group, it's an extremely hard-working group, uh, maybe the hardest we've had uh, as far as spending time in the gym and just being devoted to their craft. Uh, um, 
real low maintenance as far as the studying apartment or, or, or class for the most part. I mean, study apartment or gym for the most part. Do you think these freshmen truly are ready to compete for time? Like, obviously, they're highly ranked guys. Mm -hmm. And so you expect a lot of them, but where where are they? I mean, obviously the first true day of practice, but what are you expecting from those guys? Well, I, I think I think uh, the first thing is their attitude gives them a chance to be successful. Sometimes you have highly touted freshmen that don't compete, don't play hard, and then their ranking and their recognition is more on the potential rather than their production. And the three guys that we have uh, uh, have an attitude where. Um, uh, it's not a chip on the shoulder, but they, 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 they practice and compete like a two-star guy and not a four- or five-star guy. And that, that, that's something that uh, um, a lot of times people that are ranked high, it's more on potential again and not where they're at. So the fact that they have the right attitude, work ethic gives them a chance to be successful right away uh, because that will allow them to mold into whatever roles we need them to play. Sometimes guys come in and again, um, their potential, so they believe their their headlines, and now they're they're trying to take shots and trying to score points and, and, and make it more an individual thing, and that hurts the team, which hurts their opportunity to play early on. Versus guys that want to just win and whatever I can do to help the team win, you can find roles to get them on the floor a lot sooner and be productive in, in winning basketball, which we're all interested in. Boy, I, I really like that one thing, in it, and uh, you, you guys might have recognized my voice there. That was me asking uh, Scott Drew, Baylor head basketball coach, about the three new uh, fre the freshmen. It's kind of redundant. But anyway, they, they are going to be um, – all three have a chance to, to get some playing time immediately. Now, you would think one of them might end up redshirting. I don't know if that's Langston Love. I, I guarantee you that's not the guy from Sunrise Christian, uh, Kendall Brown. I don't think it's him. Uh, so that leaves Jeremy uh, Soshan. I'm going to have to make sure I get that right. I think the, the, uh, David K. gave me the, pronounce, the correct pronunciation at one point. But anyway, it's C-O-C-H-A-N. This guy, I think, can flat-out play. And he's played some international ball. He was playing for the Polish team. And uh, holding his own with grown men, so I think I don't think these guys are coming in hat in hand. Like, hey, play me if you got time, coach, or I'll play at the end of these games. These guys want to contribute uh, immediately. And then, of course, you got guys like Meyer, uh, who in uh, in Everyday John, and Adam Flagler, who played huge roles on a national championship team. And they're not going to roll over for anybody. They're not going to really be trying to make room. So it's going to be great competition and I think great attitudes. But I like what he said that those three freshmen don't carry themselves or practice like uh, four or five stars. They practice like two stars. And I think that's important. And I think that's something we got to keep our eye on as this thing starts to develop. But um, – I'm really going to like this team. Had some, have had some good uh, conversations with some of the different coaches, and uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, next, it is time for our weekly Where Are They Now segment. And the man we're going to talk to is none other than Robin Big Cat Jones, one of the great pass rushers in Baylor history, joins us next. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott is under center. Only heard here. And they're going to.
going to play fake and boot to the right, and the wide open tight end is at the 20 at the 15. All season. Schultz made a move to the goal line. The touchdown machine. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the New York Giants. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Giants, Sunday at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. My house has a new glow. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. The stars at night are big and bright. At the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo, presented by H-E-B. Mark your calendars Thursday, October 7th through Sunday, October 17th. Don't miss thrilling fair rides, rowdy rodeo action, and hot country music, and much more at the Extra Co Event Center. For ticket information, visit hotfair.com. You better believe this year's Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo will be big and bright. We'll see you there. At the Good Feet Store, all it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam. I've walked all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Good Feet Store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away. See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet Store today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. 
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Oh man, that sounds like Beastie Boys. That's it, man. That's when that's when Big Cat Jones and I were kind of at our apex. We were doing our thing back in uh, probably junior high. Big Cat was in ninth grade. I was in seventh grade, and the Beastie Boys were a big deal. And then, of course, uh, Vanilla Ice had his uh, seminal hit. Uh, Robin, you were probably about a freshman in college. I was still in high school, and uh, the man that the man known as Vanilla Ice hit. Okay, though, Robin, we got to do something official before I introduce you. It is our weekly "Where Are They Now?" segment. Beaver Collision Center is a GM, Nissan, FCA, Kia, Subaru, Ford, and Hyundai certified repair facility. Plus, they house the equipment to repair the Ford F-Series aluminum body vehicles. 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco or at BeaverCollisionCenter.com. And by Myatt Fuels, your local choice for fuel delivery. You call, they haul. All right, man. That's right. This is a big enough guest that we had to go out and, and find some sponsors for it. Uh, Big Cat, you'll probably be looking, and we are talking to Robin Big Cat Jones, uh, who uh, was one of the all-time greats at Baylor, was a great pass rusher, and uh, he and J.J. Joe played on some of those same teams. And one of those teams, when I was a freshman, running out there on the Baylor line, Robin Big Cat Jones and that team, they were headed places that season. Uh, Big Cat, welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. Hey, Moses, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, um, and um, uh, we got some big show announcements to make. You'll be excited about that. Now, what are you doing this afternoon? Are you, like, at your company? Are you – I'm just trying to kind of uh, view – are you working <laughs> from home these days? Do you have, like, a big – do you have a good view from your office? What What are you trying to accomplish this afternoon? <laughs> well, I'm pretty much – putting out fires uh i'm an account executive with fedex so all day long i'm sitting here working with uh you know my customers and making sure they're okay uh from uh you know the st louis area even though i'm in dallas but my most of my customers are in the missouri uh, st louis area okay well okay now i'm glad to know all this i like following your career because i met somebody the other day that reports to fred fred's son so Fred Smith is that the founder and CEO of FedEx? Somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. who repor- reports to his son. I'm going to get you all together because you would like this guy. He's from he's from France, 
and he's kind of a cool cat. I mean, I think you would like him, big cat, but he's a big FedEx executive and flies all around places. So you need to you need to know this guy. Um, oh now, my goodness! Yeah. yeah, yeah, you definitely need to know. Now, big cat does uh, people always we call this? Where are they now? Um, FedEx is this a uh, is this a place? Do, do they send you on? Do you have to go to St. Louis sometimes, or do you get to stay in the Metroplex most of the time? Uh, most of the time, I'm here in the Metroplex, but uh, you know, before COVID hit, uh, you know, I was going there visiting customers. But now I'm actually working from my home office, which is wonderful. Uh, I start out at 7:30 every morning, and I'm actually out of bed around 7:20. So uh, it's really nice just to be able to come in here and you know, make a, a cup of coffee and start working. Yeah, and you do those Zoom calls. Make sure you put like a decent shirt on, and and make sure you have the Zoom not pointing down there to show that you're still like wearing your pajama bottoms or whatever. Uh, big cat. <laughs> some people during Zoom have gotten in trouble for some of the things that showed up on Zoom. But uh, well, I'm glad you're doing well. Uh, and uh, big cat, that was not uh, that was not pleasant. Always love getting your take uh, on on different things. And we'll ask. I'll ask you about West Virginia because. Hopefully you'll be at that game. You go to a lot of these games. I used to see you in the uh, the Letterman's Lounge, but now you seem to hang out up there in those suites, and that that uh, <laughs> that really uh, bothers me because the Letterman loves seeing you. And I even saw your daughter down there uh, last game. Uh, Big Cat, does your daughter uh, is she involved with the with the uh, I say I shouldn't say letter letter winners. I'm sorry. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. B Association. We call it Walters in charge of that. Does your daughter uh, still kind of work with that organization some? Because I I did bump into her uh, at one of these games recently. Yeah. Well, she actually graduated, so, but when she was in school, uh, she, she she worked for them. Uh, you know, that was her little job when she was in school. Okay. And so, because she's developed those, you know, relationships, every time she's back for a game, she goes down there just to see Walter and Tammy because you know they're all, they're like family to her. Oh, that's cool. Okay, that's why I bumped into her. I just thought she was down there on official business or whatever. <laughs> but she's she's out in the working world now and was just coming back to visit. You know, when I usually call my dad, who played defensive tackle at Baylor back in the days, and I say, what are they serving down there? And uh, he'll say, uh, well, they got some VTEX. I'll say, I'll see you in a second. <laughs> and, and I'll show up and load up my plate. Okay, so give us your – put your coaching, because, man, you're – you're good at this scouting, coaching. You know this. You know the game really, really well. Uh, for a guy, that had to be extremely frustrating for really for all of us. But to a guy that knows the game, how frustrating was that watching the Baylor offense against Oklahoma State just not be able to, for at least a half, not really be able to do anything? And what what do you think Oklahoma State was doing to cause all that? You know, from from watching it on television, you know, without the uh, the access to actual game film, but just from from seeing what I was, you know, watching on television, I feel like their their defense was was athletic. I think their linemen were more agile and they were aggressive, and you know, they were they were they were living in our backfield, so our our running backs could never get it going. And uh, neither could Bohannon in the first half as far as, you know, connecting with receivers. But I, I feel like they were just giving him too many 
too many different looks, and, and, and he was getting frustrated. Yeah, there were a lot of different looks, and they finally got it going a little bit. Now, you've watched this West Virginia team for a few years. Are you like me? I mean, those, you, know, the, you remember those Sills brothers who were so awesome? I mean, these dudes will move you on the line, and they always have some really good linebackers and then at least one great safety, although one of them just transferred recently to go be with his coach at, it might have been Alabama, he just transferred to. What do you, wow. you know, from, from watching uh, West Virginia over the years, what, do you, what stands out about that team, and do you, do you like Baylor bouncing back here? Yeah, you know what's what's funny is, is that whenever I, I do watch, you know, a team that we're going to play, let's say West Virginia, West Virginia, then you know whoever it is that they're going to play, I try to transpose that team to Baylor. So I try to envision, you know, you know, how do we match up? And I was concerned last year with those brothers, and, and I am concerned again with those brothers. Because those those guys are really good players, man. I mean, those guys are going to play on Sunday. I mean, they are, like I said, they are aggressive guys. You know, they're smart, uh, they're strong. So I'm 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 really curious to see you know how do we match up with them. I think though across the board we are a better football team. So I really think we should win this game. But it's you know I'm curious to see how those linemen are going to handle those those brothers. Robin Big Cat Jones joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Big Cat, would you have been in if you were playing in th- today's world? Would you be? Would you have been a linebacker? I mean, you always had good. Uh, you had good speed. Uh, obviously, you put on muscle at Baylor, uh, but you always had really good range. Do you think? Um, and I'm trying to remember what you did in high school. Um, were, were, did you have to kind of put on weight to get on that defensive line and play D end? Um, and, and do you think you would probably be more of a, one of these guys like, uh, not Petrie, but you know, what I'm talking about Ashton Logan in more of a stand up position. If you were in this type of defense, I still think I would be a down lineman, uh, for a simple fact, you know, I played it, I played at 265, uh, in high school, I was a middle linebacker, though, so I was, you know, around 220 yeah. playing middle linebacker. Uh, came to Baylor at red shirt because I had knee surgery um, my senior year, and then I came in a little soft. I hadn't, you know, really been on a good weight program, so I kind of transformed my body to actually gain muscle versus, you know, the the, the little the little chub that I had on me coming from high school. Uh, and, and then, uh, you know, played it around 265, so I still think I, I would have been used as a pass rusher, you know, back then teams were, were you know running the ball a lot. You had a lot of veer teams that were you know coming straight at you running, so it was a lot of power of football then. Not not as much throwing then that they are doing now. So different game. Remember that that uh, Colorado game that was such a great win for you. That was either your junior or senior year. Did they have um, trying to think if the enemy was still there or, you know, they had Rashawn Salon. They had so many great backs. And I think Darian Hagan was playing quarterback for them. What do you remember about preparing uh, Robin? I know it's been a few years, but what do you remember <laughs> about that uh, about that particular offense? Because the year before, 
Cordell had been there. I think they won the national title maybe with Hagen. I I, I get mixed up who was, you know, because Cordell was awesome too. But what do you remember about that Colorado team? So it was Hagen playing quarterback, and uh, Benny had just left. Oh, and okay. so, you know, Westbrook was a freshman. You remember Westbrook, Christian Farley, yeah. all those guys were young. Yeah. So, you know, we caught them at a pretty good good time. You know, they were still favorites to win that game. You know, whenever you're going to play in, in, in Colorado, they always mention your breath, you know, can you breathe, the climate, that whole deal, uh, you know, the elevation. Uh, you know, can you survive, you know, playing, uh, playing up in that environment? But, you know, once once the game started, just football, you know, and you don't really have time to worry about, you know, your your breathing. You're just trying to fight and survive and, and do the best that you you can do. Uh, I never even worked. I mean, it never even crossed my mind once the game started about the elevation. Yeah, that's what we always talk about. It, it, it but once you got out there and kind of got your wind, you were okay. Now, I man, I'm running out of time here. The good news is soon big cat i'm going to have you back on and and hopefully we'll have a little more time to discuss all this real quick what was your best what was your best i'm sure you watch these pass rushers now and go man that I, that would have been cool to use that and and, and mm-hmm. greg ellis for instance used to uh in the off season do some not mma training but some um oh not jujitsu you know what i'm trying to say it was like almost like hand-to-hand combat kind of thing. Did you have yeah. a did you have a really good chop move or a swim move? Were you was were you speed to power or more power to speed back in the day? <laughs> well, what I had was a, a, a spin move uh, that was my counter move. So I would take you up field and then I would spin around and then come come underneath. I actually I got that from Bruce Smith that was playing for Buffalo at the time. And um, I really liked the way that he, he played, and you know we had similar body types, so I always knew that spin move was you know was something that, that I could use to uh, you know create pressure on the, on the quarterback. All right, what were the names of those Rottweilers you and Santana had? Can you remember? <laughs> yeah, yes, Santana um, Thor. Santana dog name was Thor, and uh, and so I didn't have one. I would just kind of use his dog. Whenever I need oh, okay. <laughs> hey, man, yeah. I grew up a poor kid, so I didn't have much in, in college. So uh, I would use his dog, and then he had a snake as well. So he had a dog and a snake in college. Yeah, my eyes got pretty big when I saw Thor one time. I was over at the house, big cat, when I was like a <laughs> freshman, and you guys were kind of established guys on campus. And that was a little over my head. It was Mosley <laughs> showing up over there in his Baylor line jersey. That was a little – that was a little much. I see a boa constrictor or whatever and a Thor the <laughs> dog. I'm like, guys, we might ought to head out. We might ought to head out here. <laughs> but, oh, yes, uh, exactly. Boy, exactly. Big Cat, always great to have you on. Uh, let me know if you're going to be at the West Virginia game. I'll be on the air at 7 a.m. So if you're driving okay. down, you be listening to old Mosley, okay? And uh, we may play a little this. bit of this. Yeah, we love, we love playing our – our Baylor legends. Thank you, Big Cat. I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. I love you, man. You be cool, okay? Yeah, I love you. There he goes. Uh, Big Cat Jones. Robin, Big Cat Jones. The man knew how to kind of get bend and get around the edge, and he had a little swim technique that he'd use. And uh, Santana got a lot of the attention, but Big Cat was really solid 
and uh, you did not run to Big Cat's side. All right, it is time for game time with Tommy Barfield. Tom's Tom's had all sorts of bright ideas lately. He seems to be working on some secretive things at the station. I'm excited to hear what he has planned. It is game time, and it is next. Recently on Game Time. Welcome in to the program, John Machota from The Athletic. They played outstanding football yesterday, and they didn't even have Michael Gallup. You know, they didn't even have their starting right tackle in Lyle Collins, and the offense was just, uh, you know, one of the top offenses in the NFL. So when they have everybody, uh, they certainly have the capability, especially with Kellen Moore calling plays, to be, you know, the best offense in the NFL. Game time, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Good